Hey everybody, in this week's episode I talk about buying investment properties and planning for the end game. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 48 of Real Estate Chat with Jason Z. I'm Jason Zawalik of the Zawalik Group with First Team and Christie's International Real Estate. As always, coming to you from Irvine in Orange County, California. Hopefully you all had a wonderful weekend and are gearing up and ready to crush it this week. So recently I was talking with some people at an open house about uh, potential rental income on the house that I was sitting the, doing the open house for. And they were just asking me about what, what the... what. The property could pull in and and for for potentially for rents and really started talking to them because they were going to be buying their first rental property so it was something that really they're just starting to talk about and they're trying to plan so i really wanted to um i had a great conversation with them and so i thought you know what i'm gonna pull that over into this episode because i think it's something that is really important it's planning for the end game so what do you want to get out of your investment property and i think it's really important because that really is going to be indicative of where you're going to a look and where you're going to end up buying your property okay so um so that's where i thought i would i would talk today so when you we so essentially we'll start from the beginning so You've decided that you want to invest in property, which is amazing. So there's a lot that really needs to go into and you got to really think about what you're going to do with this investment. What do you want? Okay. Are you going to buy a single family house? Um, Are you going to buy units? Are you going to buy more than four units? So typically what you see is uh, um, anything under four units. So we, um, we call them two to fours or single family residents. Uh, they're going to be looking at your income for the mortgage. Okay, so you have to come up with a down payment, and then they're going to look at your income. So if you have a mortgage on your current home, they're going to look at that plus the mortgage on the new home and the taxes. Um, we call it PITI, so P I T I, which is principal, interest, taxes, and insurance. They're going to look at all of that information and see if you qualify. Now, if you're looking for anything over four units, so five and up that your income doesn't come into play at all uh, you have to come up with a down payment of course but then what they look at is they look at the rental income the income that the property is producing um, so if you have 10 units and it's producing an x amount of dollars they're going to use that as the income to see if you qualify for that mortgage or that commercial loan um, so that's something to think about number one um, we actually own a couple investment properties. Um, they are single family residences. And I, I, I think moving forward, if we're going to be looking at buying other properties, which we are, we're going to look at buying units, um, at least two, um, if not more. Um, and the reason that we want to do this is when you look at it, it's basically protecting your investment. So the chances, if you have more than one unit, the chances that all of your tenants are going to move out on the exact same day is pretty slim, especially the more units you have. So your vacancy or your full vacancy goes down a bit. So it just affects your numbers a bit. Okay, so that's one thing to one thing to look at when you're when you're um, starting out into the investment game. What do you want to do? You, how do you want to protect yourself? Now, some people they look at units and they feel overwhelmed. 
because they're just getting into this. But I think it's something that you really want to talk to your agent about and really just go over everything and look at all the numbers. Look at your capital gain numbers um, and, and, and really understand what's going to happen and how long it's going to take to pay off and, and go from there. The second thing I think to really look at and really where I'm going to end it on today, I don't want to get, I'm not going to get, go over too much today, but this is, I think the main factor, and this is what we had our conversation um, with um, these people I met at my, my open house is what do you want to get out of your investment long-term? And I think that's so important when people are looking, especially where we are here in Orange County, where prices are pretty high. So your overhead is pretty high to start. You've got more more expensive property you've got more expensive your taxes are more expensive um you've got hoa here um in some cases you have mellow ruse which is another aspect of taxes which um in some cases you can see a two percent tax so you buy a seven hundred thousand dollar house you've got fourteen thousand dollars in taxes that have to be paid and that comes right off your bottom line so a lot of times what you see here is you don't see a lot of cash flow and for those first time investors, what's cash flow? Cash flow is essentially what is your house? How much money are you making off your property after everything's paid off? After you're paying off all of your bills and that includes like gardener, everything. What are you cash flowing each month so that you to into your pocket? Okay, so that's what you need to what you need to know. And it, what we see a lot here in Orange County, uh, and I'm sure in uh, we're based here, so this is our home home turf. But um, I'm sure it's elsewhere as well along along the coast and in probably in New York and other areas as well. Is you may not cash flow anything. Um, you may actually be in the red a bit um, where you're paying a couple hundred dollars a month. Now, where you're going to make that up is on appreciation because the appreciation here in Orange County is typically higher than other parts of the country, a lot higher. Um, on average, over if you look at, go back over 40 years, prices have essentially doubled every 10 years uh, on average. If you look at like in the last couple, the last decade, we've seen like a 40% increase. But that's... So really, you're looking at a six to eight percent, six to nine percent um, appreciation every year on your on your money. So if you buy a million dollar property, like every year, you're getting sixty thousand dollars, sixty to ninety thousand. So that's a that's a pretty big chunk of change. Right now, so if you're looking at appreciation, so you want to have these houses so that at some point you can um, will them to your to your children and really kind of build like a an, an empire if you will and as those mortgages go down and you pay those off you buy another one and and whatnot and then potentially you sell them off and once you sell them off you, you make your money and and ride off into the sunset so to speak um for retirement that's option number one option number two is trying to find properties that actually do provide you cash flow and give you an income and that's another thing that people do. And you look at, okay, I'm going to buy something that's going to cash flow me something, an X amount of dollars, so that I can use that as passive income that's going to be part of my retirement um, or how, how I'm going to live off of. So you may find properties where you buy an X amount of properties and it's giving you an X amount of dollars that allows you to essentially do whatever you want, right? And that's the goal. I think that's the that's our goal. So really what we've been looking at, we're, we've been kind of going back and forth. What do we want to do? Where do we want to buy? 
and and we've been looking at other areas of the country. One thing we've really been looking at is is college towns uh, because you know you're gonna have a, always gonna have a good turnover of rent. You're gonna have renters there always. And they may turn over a lot. You might not get that tenant that's going to be there for 10 years, but you're always going to have rental, rental possibilities. And I think that's huge. Um, and I'm going to give you an example of cash flowing. So I found, I was looking here, there, like here, you could buy one property, say for $600,000, right? So $600,000, um, you buy a house here, maybe it rents for $2,500 a month. Okay, um, your mortgage, you're you're gonna you're you're basically not gonna cash flow. You're gonna it may may cover the bills, depending on how much you put down, but probably gonna be a little bit into the red, slightly. May may cover you, maybe okay, but let's just say let's just say you break even for the, for argument's sake. Uh, I, I I looked in at Oklahoma. Those of you who know me, um, uh, my uh, wife's Susan's grandfather is from Oklahoma so we actually drove through there when we were driving back from my sister's wedding back to Ontario Canada and we went to Norman and checked out OU campus he was a huge Oklahoma Sooners fan and we're looking at properties there just kind of just driving around didn't go into any or anything like that so I've always kind of kept that on our list uh, not only for sentimental value but also just for business value I found a prop properties there there was six homes, I believe it was, and for the six homes, it was like eight hundred thousand dollars, I think, for the six, for the six properties. And they, after all said and done, I did all the math with twenty percent down and working out um, how much the bills would be and how much a mortgage would be. Um, after all said and done, the cash flow on those would be approximately three to four thousand a month cash flow in my pocket every month in our pocket so that is a great incentive because now all of a sudden you're making that money every year however if you go to sell them in 15 years you may not have seen a lot of appreciation on them they may have appreciated to like nine hundred thousand dollars or you know what i mean only a hundred grand over that where if that same house that that six hundred thousand dollar house here has appreciated to a million or one one you know um so it's because it's it's a lot like i said it's a lot different here in orange county so it really when when i was speaking with these people at the open house we really came up my advice to them was really to come up with a plan. What's your long-term plan for these investment properties? And that's my advice to everybody that's looking at getting into inv investments. Run the numbers, make sure you're comfortable with that, um, with those numbers, and uh, make sure that you wanna know what, what is your goal? Do you wanna cash flow? Do you wanna make money off the appreciation? What's, what's your end game? And I think that's the big thing here. What is your end game and what is your plan? Then you sit down with your real estate agent and your uh, real estate professional and really just go over that with them and see what works best for you. And then you come up with a you come up with a strategy, um, just like anything you're going to hear that. You've probably heard that a bunch of times during this podcast because I say it all the time. Coming up with a strategy to f um, reach that end game and, and really... F um, uh, make your goals achievable that's that's the that's the plan in all of this so so hopefully this helps you guys um again just trying to get uh, as much information out there f 
uh, to our listeners as possible. So if you like this, you found it helpful, please share it with your friends and family. And don't forget to um, follow us so that you get notified every time a new episode comes um, online. Uh, again, if you have any questions, you can reach me at zoolic at firstteam.com. I hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your week. Make sure you guys kill it out there. And until next time, take care, everybody.